Welcome to Postscript, the American Society for Pharmacy Law podcast. My name is Henry Hine, and I'll be your host here today. The American Society for Pharmacy Law, ASPL, has an annual conference in the fall entitled Developments in Pharmacy Law. We focus on presenters, speakers, and experts providing the latest and the most important developments in pharmacy law each and every year. This year, we have over two dozen speakers. The conference is being held in Naples, Florida, November 3rd through 6th. All are welcome. Attendees can receive up to 15 hours of CE in pharmacy, 15 hours in CE in law, or both pharmacy and law. Registration for the conference is available at ASPL.org. In this podcast series, we feature a few of the conference speakers with two goals in mind. We like to enlarge on their background. As a speaker, when you speak at a conference, you don't really get to know more about the speaker. So here we like to hear a little bit more in depth of how the speaker got to where they are and where are they in their career. The other thing we'd like to do is get a little bit of a tidbit about what they're going to present this year at the conference. This morning, we welcome Roger Morris as our guest. Roger has been coming to the conference for years and providing the case law update. The case law update is an amazing update. Roger has to dig through lots of cases to figure out what to present, what's the most important, and how to present it. And we're very happy and honored to have Roger here today. Before we get to a little tidbit about what you're going to speak about, um, tell us how you got to where you are and where are you in your career? Sure. I am a third generation pharmacist. My uh, grew up in the family drugstore, went to the University of Pittsburgh for pharmacy school and law school and have been practicing law at the law firm of Quarles and Brady for the last 33 years. I'm lucky enough to work with a large group of pharmacy lawyers, about 50 across the country in our uh, 12 offices, and we represent all kinds of pharmacies, pharmacists, wholesalers, drug manufacturers, and everyone else related to the pharmaceutical industry. And narrowing down to your personal uh, career, that is to say, what kind of uh, cases or clients or, you know, what is your specific area within that large group of pharmacist attorneys? Sure. I, I do pharmacy law regulatory work, meaning I work with the various boards of pharmacy around the country. I've had either the privilege or misfortune of appearing in front of all 51 jurisdictions over the years and have developed good relationships with all or most of the states and I'm able to help advise clients on how to comply with those laws. Wow, that sounds great. So, and as I indicated, I believe your topic is case law update. Am I remembering that correctly? It is. And you are a member of ASPL. How long have you been doing the updates? I've been doing the updates for about 20 years. I've been a member of ASPL for 33 years and have attended virtually every conference uh, in the fall for those 33 years. And what is the goal? What, what do you try to do with pharmacy law, uh, with the case update piece? Sure. What we try and do is take a look for the past 12 months since the last conference and identify cases that have been decided in the states and federal courts at the appellate level to talk about what trends and things we're seeing in pharmacy law. 
as I've done this over the years, some years we had to really scurry to find 10 or 15 cases. Other years like this year, I have hundreds of cases that I have to sift through to find 20 or 25 cases that we can talk about for the two hours of the presentation. And so how do you uh, pay attention to the cases coming in? How do you know, how do you research that as you get ready for your speech? I read updates every day, have a file that I work with and have a team of people that see the uh, cases that I identify every day to put into our file to look at. I also have the benefit of having done this for 20 years, having a lot of ASPL members who are kind enough to send me cases when they see them coming out so that we're able to include those. So uh, give us a tidbit, uh, you know, just uh, not in depth about the case, but what cases might we be hearing about this year? So we're going to hear about some of the cases that we typically hear about, false claims acts involving pharmacy billing issues. Um, we're going to see some criminal actions uh, following up on when we've had bad pharmacists involved some civil liability ones, what is considered pharmaceutical malpractice, uh, what are the standards. And we're seeing some new ones involving boards of pharmacy uh, stretching their wings as to how far they can regulate extra jurisdictional matters, meaning how far can a board of pharmacy in its state tell pharmacists in another state how to practice. So I'd like to dive down, if it's possible, on that pharmacy board, uh, you know, enlarging their jurisdiction, it might be called. Um, can you give us a little bit more there? Sure. Um, earlier this year, the state of Mississippi uh, decided that it uh, no longer wanted to allow shared services. Mississippi said it never did, but it never enforced it before. Lawsuits were filed against the state of Mississippi saying they had uh, no right due to the dormant commerce clause to tell pharmacists in the states of Arizona and Pennsylvania, as examples, or Ohio, how to practice pharmacy in their state as long as they were in compliance with their state law, even if the prescription ultimately was to end up in Mississippi. And so we'll talk about that lawsuit and some of the regulations that come from it. That is awesome. That's exciting. I always look forward to the case law update. I think everybody does, actually, because nobody seems to be able to keep up on all the little innuendos going on across the country, and you guys present the top of them. I love it. You do this case law update with uh, somebody else, don't you? I do. Um, Jim Rubel from the University of Utah has done it with me for the last couple of years. I've been lucky enough to, I said, do this for almost 20 years and had several different folks who've been able to do it with me over the years. And Jim does an excellent job. So is Jim still with you? He might be uh, moving up the status here at ASPL, as I understand it. Yes, he is. <laughs> and he will be co-presenting with you. He is presenting this year. Awesome. Well, in the case law update, I can tell everybody out there that might be listening is a highlight of the conference because you just pick up bits and pieces of all kinds of stuff that you didn't really know was going on because your practice is so narrow or you've been focused on whichever case you've been focused on or whichever board you've been focused on. The case law update is an amazing update and um, it's awesome. Hey, Henry, if I can add one comment on it, one of the nice things for me at the conference is many times there are lawyers or pharmacists in the audience who actually know more about a particular case than I do because they were involved in it, litigated it, were a, a plaintiff or defendant or their companies were. And so the audience, yeah, usually they will stand up and add information about it. So it's really helpful for everyone. 
Yeah, that that actually occurred for me one year way back. Um, I was involved in a case, and uh, I was able to add to the presentation. So let me let me wrap up and head down the line here. We are excited to hear more at the conference about this, but. If people want to get in contact with you, I don't know, uh, email or phone or LinkedIn, how, how would somebody get in contact with you? Sure, they can use any of those methods. I'm at the law firm of Quarles and Brady. So if you want to go to www.quarles.com, you can find me in there. My phone number is there as well, 602-229-5269. Or just email me, roger.morris at quarles.com. All right. We thank you so much, Roger. It's, it's very exciting to have the case law update every year. Is, is is just unbelievable and eye-opening. And appreciate your time today. And we thank you. Thank you. And I want to thank our listeners to Postscript here, the American Society for Pharmacy Law's podcast. Our fall conference in developments in pharmacy law is coming November 3rd through 6th in Naples, Florida. To register or see the agenda or both, you can go to ASPL.org. And this is Henry Hine, and we thank you for listening.